Section 40 of The Anatomy of Melancholy, Volume 3. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Cynthia Moyer. The Anatomy of Melancholy, Volume 3, by Robert Burton. Section 40. Partition 3, Section 4, Member 1, Subsection 3, Part 3. Sed vetera querimur. These are old. Haec prius fuere. In our days we have a new scene of superstitious impostors and heretics, a new company of actors, of antichrists, that great antichrist himself, a rope of hopes that by their greatness and authority bear down all before them, who from that time they proclaimed themselves universal bishops to establish their own kingdom, sovereignty, greatness, and to enrich themselves, brought in such a company of human traditions, purgatory, limbus patrum, infantum, and all that subterranean geography, mass, adoration of saints, alms, fastings, bulls, indulgences, orders, friars, images, shrines, musty relics, excommunications, confessions, satisfactions, blind obediences, vows, pilgrimages, peregrinations, with many such curious toys, intricate subtleties, gross errors, obscure questions, to vindicate the better and set a gloss upon them, that the light of the gospel was quite eclipsed, darkness over all the scriptures concealed, legends brought in, religion banished, hypocritical superstition exalted, and the church itself obscured and persecuted. Christ and his members crucified more, saith Benzo, by a few necromantical atheistical popes than ever it was by Julian the apostate, Porphyrius the Platonist, Celsus the Physician, Libanius the Sophister, by those heathen emperors, Huns, Goths, and Vandals. What each of them did, by what means, at what times, quibus auxiliis. Superstition climbed to this height, tradition increased, and Antichrist himself came to his estate. Let Magdeburgenses, Chemnesius, Osiander, Bale, Mornay, Fox, Usher, and many others relate. In the meantime, he that shall but see their profane rites and foolish customs, how superstitiously kept, how strictly observed, their multitude of saints, images, that rabble of Romish deities, for trades, professions, diseases, persons, offices, countries, places. St. George for England, St. Denis for France, Patrick, Ireland, 
Andrew, Scotland, Iago, Spain, etc. Gregory for students, Luke for painters, Cosmus and Damian for philosophers, Crispin, shoemakers, Catherine, spinners, etc. Anthony for pigs, Gallus, geese, Wenceslas, sheep, Pelagius, oxen, Sebastian, the plague, Valentine, falling sickness, Apollonia, toothache, Petronella, for eggs, and the Virgin Mary, for sea and land, for all parties, offices. He that shall observe these things, their shrines, images, oblations, pendants, adorations, pilgrimages they make to them, what creeping to crosses, our Lady of Loretto's rich gowns, her donaries, the cost bestowed on images, and number of suitors. St. Nicholas Burge in France, our St. Thomas's shrine of old at Canterbury, those relics at Rome, Jerusalem, Genoa, Lyon, Pratum, St. Denis, and how many thousands come yearly to offer to them, with what cost, trouble, anxiety, superstition, for forty several masses are daily said in some of their churches, and they rise at all hours of the night to mass, come barefoot, etc. How they spend themselves, times, goods, lives, fortunes, in such ridiculous observations. Their tales and figments, false miracles, buying and selling of pardons, indulgences for forty thousand years to come, their processions on set days, their strict fastings, monks, anchorites, friar mendicants, Franciscans, Carthusians, etc., their vigils and fasts, their ceremonies at Christmas, Shrovetide, Candlemas, Palm Sunday, Blaze, St. Martin, St. Nicholas Day, their adorations, exorcisms, etc. We'll think all those Grecian, pagan, Mahometan superstitions, gods, idols, and ceremonies, the name, time, and place, habit only altered, to have degenerated into Christians, whilst they prefer traditions before scriptures, those evangelical counsels, poverty, obedience, vows, alms, fasting, supererogations, before God's commandments, their own ordinances instead of his precepts, and keep them in ignorance, blindness, they have brought the common people into such a case by their cunning conveyances, strict discipline, and servile education, that upon pain of damnation they dare not break the least ceremony, tradition, edict. Hold it a greater sin to eat a bit of meat in Lent than kill a man. Their consciences are so terrified that they are ready to despair if a small ceremony be omitted, and will accuse their own father, mother, brother, sister, nearest and dearest friends, of heresy if they do not 
as they do, will be their chief executioners, and help first to bring a faggot to burn them. What mulked, what penance soever is enjoined, they dare not but do it, tumble with St. Francis in the mire amongst hogs, if they be appointed, go woolward, whip themselves, build hospitals, abbeys, etc., go to the East or West Indies, kill a king, or run upon a sword-point. They perform all, without any muttering or hesitation, believe all. Ut pueri infantes credunt signa omnia ahena vivere, et esse homines, et sic isti omnia ficta vera putant, credunt signis cor inesse ahenes. As children think their babies live to be, do they these brazen images they see. And whilst the ruder sort are so carried headlong with blind zeal, are so gulled and tortured by their superstitions, their own too credulous simplicity and ignorance, their epicurean popes and hypocritical cardinals laugh in their sleeves, and are merry in their chambers with their punks, they do indulgere genio, and make much of themselves. The middle sort, some for private gain, hope of ecclesiastical preferment. Quis expeduit psitaco suum caere? Popularity, base flattery, must and will believe all their paradoxes and absurd tenets without exception and as obstinately maintain and put in practice all their traditions and idolatrous ceremonies for their religion is half a trade to the death they will defend all the golden legend itself with all the lies and tales in it as that of saint george saint christopher saint winifred saint dennis etc it is a wonder to see how Nicholas Harpsfield, that pharisaical impostor, amongst the rest, Ecclesiastical History, Chapter 22, puzzles himself to vindicate that ridiculous fable of St. Ursula and the eleven thousand virgins, as when they live, how they came to Cologne, by whom martyred, etc. Though he can say nothing for it, yet he must and will approve it. Nobilitavit, inquit, hoc saeculum Ursula com comitibus, cuis historia utinam tam mihi esset expedita et certa, quam in animo meo certum ac expeditum est, eam esse cum sodalibus beatam in celis virginem. They must and will, I say, either out of blind zeal believe, vary their compass with the rest, as the latitude of religion varies, apply themselves to the times and seasons, and for fear and flattery are content to subscribe and to do all that in them lies to maintain and defend their present government and slavish religious schoolmen, canonists, Jesuits, 
friars, priests, orators, sophisters, who either for that they had nothing else to do, luxuriant wits knew not otherwise how to busy themselves in those idle times, for the church then had few or no open adversaries, or better to defend their lies, fictions, miracles, transubstantiations, traditions, popes' pardons, purgatories, masses, impossibilities, etc., with glorious shows, fair pretenses, big words, and plausible wits, have coined a thousand idle questions, nice distinctions, subtleties, obs and souls, such tropological, allegorical expositions, to salve all appearances, objections, such quirks and quiddities, quod libertaries, as Bale saith of Ferrebrigge and Strode, instances, ampliations, decrees, glosses, canons, that instead of sound commentaries, good preachers, are come in a company of mad sophisters, primo secundo secundarii, sectaries, canonists, sorbonists, minorites, with a rabble of idle controversies and questions. An papa sit Deus, an quasi Deus. An participet utramque Christi naturam. Whether it be as possible for God to be a humble bee or a gourd as a man. Whether he can produce respect without a foundation or term, make a whore a virgin, fetch Trajan's soul from hell, and how? With a rabble of questions about hell-fire, whether it be a greater sin to kill a man or to clout shoes upon a Sunday, whether God can make another God like unto himself. Such, saith Chemnisius, are most of your schoolmen, mere alchemists, two hundred commentators on Peter Lambert, Pitsius Catalogus Scriptorum Angliae, reckons up 180 English commentators alone on the matter of the sentences. Scotists, Thomists, Reels, Nominals, etc. And so perhaps that of St. Augustine may be verified. Indocti rapiunt calum, docti interim descendunt ad infernum. Thus they continued in such error, blindness, decrees, sophisms, superstitions. Idle ceremonies and traditions were the sum of their new-coined holiness and religion, and by these knaveries and stratagems they were able to involve multitudes, to deceive the most sanctified souls, and, if it were possible, the very elect. In the meantime the true church, as wine and water mixed, lay hid and obscure to speak of till Luther's time, who began upon a sudden to defecate, and as another sun to drive away those foggy mists of superstition, to restore it to that purity of the primitive church. And after him many good and godly men, divine spirits, have done their endeavours 
and still do and what their ignorance esteemed so holy our wiser ages do account as folly but see the devil that will never suffer the church to be quiet or at rest no garden so well tilled but some noxious weeds grow up in it no wheat but it hath some tares we have a mad giddy company of precisians schismatics and some heretics even in our own bosoms in another extreme dum vitant stulti vitia in contraria currunt that out of too much zeal in opposition to antichrist human traditions those romish rites and superstitions will quite demolish all they will admit of no ceremonies at all no fasting days no cross in baptism kneeling at communion no church music etc no bishops courts no church government rail at all our church discipline will not hold their tongues and all for the peace of thee o zion no not so much as degrees some of them will tolerate or universities all human learning tis cloaca diaboli hoods habits cap and surplice such as are things indifferent in themselves and wholly for ornament decency or distinction's sake they abhor hate and snuff at as a stone horse when he meets a bear they make matters of conscience of them and will rather forsake their livings than subscribe to them they will admit of no holidays or honest recreations as of hawking hunting etc no churches no bells some of them because papists use them no discipline no ceremonies but what they invent themselves no interpretations of scriptures no comments of fathers no councils but such as their own fantastical spirits dictate or rectoratio as socinians by which spirit misled many times they broach as prodigious paradoxes as papists themselves some of them turn prophets have secret revelations will be of privy council with god himself and know all his secrets per capillos spiritum sanctum tenent et omnia sciunt cum sint asini omnium obstinatissimi a company of giddy heads will take upon them to define how many shall be saved and who damned in a parish where they shall sit in heaven interpret apocalypses commentatores praecipites et vertiginosos one calls them as well he might and those hidden mysteries to private persons times places as their own spirit informs them private revelations shall suggest and precisely set down when the world shall come to an end what year what month what day some of them again have such strong faith so presumptuous they will go into infected houses expel devils and fast forty days as christ himself did 
some call god and his attributes into question as forstius and socinus some princes civil magistrates and their authorities as anabaptists will do all their own private spirit dictates and nothing else brownists barrowists familists and those amsterdamian sects and sectaries are led all by so many private spirits it is a wonder to reveal what passages sliden relates in his commentaries of kretink knipperdoling and their associates those madmen of munster in germany what strange enthusiasms sottish revelations they had how absurdly they carried themselves deluded others and as profane machiavel in his political disputations holds of christian religion in general it doth enervate debilitate take away men's spirits and courage from them simpliciores redit homines breeds nothing so courageous soldiers as that roman we may say of these peculiar sects their religion takes away not spirits only but wit and judgment and deprives them of their understanding for some of them are so far gone with their private enthusiasms and revelations that they are quite mad out of their wits what greater madness can there be than for a man to take upon him to be a god as some do to be the holy ghost elias and what not in poland fifteen eighteen in the reign of king sigismund one said he was christ and got him twelve apostles came to judge the world and strangely deluded the commons one david george an illiterate painter not many years since did as much in holland took upon him to be the messiah and had many followers benedictus victorinus faventinus concilium fifteen writes as much of one honorius that thought he was not only inspired as a prophet but that he was a god himself and had familiar conference with god and his angels lavatius chapter two part eight hath a story of one john sartorius that thought he was the prophet elias and chapter seven of diverse others that had conference with angels were saints prophets virus book three de lamiis chapter seven makes mention of a prophet of groning that said he was god the father of an italian and spanish prophet that held as much we need not rove so far abroad we have familiar examples at home hackett that said he was christ coppinger and arthington his disciples birchett and hovatus burned at norwich we are never likely seven years together without some such new prophets that have several inspirations some to convert the jews some fast forty days go with daniel to the lion's den some foretell strange things some for one thing some for another great precisians of mean conditions and very illiterate 
most part by a preposterous zeal, fasting, meditation, melancholy, are brought into those gross errors and inconveniences. Of those men I may conclude generally that, howsoever they may seem to be discreet and men of understanding in other matters, discourse well, lysam habent imaginationem, they are like comets, round in all places but where they blaze. Caetera sani. They have impregnable wits, many of them, and discreet otherwise, but in this their madness and folly breaks out beyond measure. In infinitum erumpit stultitia. They are certainly far gone with melancholy, if not quite mad, and have more need of physic than many a man that keeps his bed, more need of hellebore than those that are in bedlam. End of section 40